Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your girl PK. And let me just say, I just got back from the A. I don't know why I said all that. I was, it sounded good. But anyways, uh, it is at, it's, it's at night. It's not quite midnight here. I'm coming to you from Dallas, Texas. As you know, I just started this podcast last week. So if you haven't caught up, make sure you do. You can check me out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify at the PK Project Podcast. Yes, new and exciting things. As you know from my podcast last week, you know, I'm just out here living my best life, single, ready to mingle, entrepreneur, out on the scene, getting on planes, doing whatever the hell I want to do without the guilt. So I originally was going to Atlanta this past weekend, Friday to Sunday, to obviously accompany, is that how you say it? Accompany Mr. H Town. Uh, some of you may have listened. If you haven't, Mr. H Town and I met last summer, and um, he does a little traveling for work. So this was our first trip out of town. And um, I'm not going to give too much detail because obviously it'd be inappropriate to give any major clues about anybody's identity. Only my close, close friends know. But what I will say is, I went there for one thing, which really was to be there for him and, you know, anything that he needed as far as like, you know, mentally, emotionally, I I wanted to be there. And that's actually not everything that happened on the trip. Plus, I don't want to get into and talk too much about my sex life because that's not what this is about. But it was giving Fifty Shades of Grey plus, plus, plus. But besides that, a few weeks ago. Uh, I my retreat ended in San Diego. And when I got back, I got a good I got a phone call from a good friend, Cakes by Keon, out in Atlanta. He's indicator for anybody who's out there listening. He does amazing, amazing cakes. Everything tastes phenomenal. You you won't you won't be mad if you stop by. And if you do stop by, tell Keon that Porsche sent you. I had gotten off the plane. Keon and I don't talk often, but he called me and I was like, he t- he called me and I sent him to voicemail. And I was like, I just, I'm tired. I just got back from my cake retreat. I don't have the capacity. And he said, no, I need to tell you something. So I called him and he said some very encouraging words to me, which I don't want to completely share because that's between him and I. But the confirmation and the affirmation that he gave me was exactly what I needed at that exact time, which was crazy to me because I thought, how did he knew, like, how did he know I needed to hear this? So I said, you know, what's crazy is I'm coming to Atlanta Friday to Sunday. And I told him what I was doing. And he said, why don't you stay? And I said, you know, maybe you're right because I always come to Atlanta. I never come to hang out. I know so many people. He was like, stay, let's have dinner on Monday. I said, okay, I'm going to come Friday to Tuesday. I didn't know what this trip was going to entail, but I was ready for it. The other part of this is because you all know I'm single and what happened to me and being cheated on. This was like the first time that I felt like, and I know anybody can relate to me on this. It was like the first time I went out and just bought some clothes for myself. You know, I know that sounds crazy, but as women, we just kind of put ourselves on the back burner. And for this trip, I was like, let me dress the part. Okay, let me act like I'm, you know, a concerned parent and, you know, out in the audience and do and do my due diligence. And so I went and bought some new clothes 
And I was like, you know what? It's been a long time. I've obviously bought items of clothing, but it was like, this was the first time I was excited about a trip. And I couldn't remember the last time I was really just, you know, single with the man. And I hadn't been single in six years. And even though, you know, my boyfriend and I at the time traveled, this was different because I'm older now. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's people every day getting divorced. You're used to being with one person. You're comfortable. You know, my body isn't like it was in my 20s. But at the same time, and not that it looks bad, by the way, but it's just one of those things that, you know, it does cross your mind because when you're young, you don't care. You don't care about any of those things. You know, you look great or you have insecurities and we have insecurities throughout our lives. But this was the first time I was excited to get dressed and to do something with someone and, and, you know, kind of be somebody new in a, in a way. I, I hope anybody, you know, can relate to that. That's listening. It's just because when something horrible happens to you, like cheating, you don't feel attractive. Even though it's not your fault, you feel a sense of humility, embarrassment. You don't feel attractive. And this was the first time I was like, you know what? I feel good. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy some new clothes and I'm doing this for me. So I feel good on the trip. And that's exactly what I did. I arrived on Friday, went straight to Keon's. Ate, kicked it, had a great time. Uh, and then I went to the room. I had to change. And then I had to be at the event Friday night. While I was at the event watching H-Town work, I was so, I was stunned. And I was in admiration because there's so many people out here who aren't really doing what they love and to watch someone do what they're actually supposed to be doing. You could tell this man has a calling to help the youth and to see that up close and in person and to feel that was just electrifying. It just, it was eye opening. It was riveting. It was just this light shining on this person. And I thought, I'm out of my element. This isn't my thing. I'm at something I would never go to at this time in my life for many reasons. But I got to witness him do what he does best and to see what he's passionate about and what his calling is. And that just lit a fire in me. And I was like, wow, there's maybe less than a handful of people who I personally know doing what they should be doing. And it was really magnificent to see. And it's not to blow smoke up anyone's ass. It just really was riveting and uh, eye-opening to watch. And so that night, obviously, it was a long day of travel. It was exhausting. I won't go into, you know, the other activity, adult activities, but a bitch has to make a knees and I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I've never had problems with my knees. I don't have problems with them. Now I was told at a very young age, you need to stretch and you need to be flexible. And I stand on that. And if you're not, you need to start stretching and drink your water. Moving on. Saturday was like a double header. There's two events happening. Uh, it was a long day and a big period in between. So I was kind of like doing my thing, but I will tell you my nose ring fell out in the thrust and throes of passion. On Friday night. And you know, if you've ever had a nose ring, it closes up. So yeah, I had to go out. We're in the country in, in Atlanta. And I had to find a tattoo place to get a new 
nose ring because it because it got thrown out. <laughs> it went missing. I looked everywhere. It things were flying and flinging, and obviously my nose ring was one of them. So Saturday was a long day, but we did find time to go out, which I really wasn't expecting, but the fight was on. So we went out to this little place, uh, Whiskey, is it Whiskey, Whiskey Manor or Whiskey? I can't remember. Anyway, so we went out and uh, it was completely, you know, I had had on what I had on during the day. It wasn't anything fancy because it was just kind of abrupt and last minute. And we ended up going out and um, I had the best time. I'm not a crown apple and Sprite drinker, but it was delicious. And yeah, a girl had one or two many. Then I had a shot. Shout out to the stranger I met at the bar. She was so fun. We follow each other on Instagram now, but I don't remember her name. And then we went back. And let me tell you, all the lights went down in Georgia. I asked, do you have any special requests? Because that's the kind of lover that I am. I said, do you have any special requests, sir? And he had some. And I fulfilled my active duties. Yes. And if you listen to a previous podcast, honey, the risotto was risottoing. It was delicious. It was succulent and moist. And it was more flavorful than it was the first time. Yeah. It was so good. So wake up. Go the next day. We got one more event. Uh, that morning was pretty much the last time I was going to see him for a while. And so, yes, I was very happy and excited to, again, see someone do what they do best. And then I went on to live the rest of my life, whatever that was going to be in Atlanta. So Sunday, I get to my hotel. I love the Renaissance Hotel in Atlanta. I actually had stayed at that one. I had stayed at, uh, I think, a different one. But I'd never stayed at that particular Renaissance. And so let me tell you what is crazy and ironic. When I found out that Mr. Rogers had cheated on me the first time, uh, February of 2021, I wasn't friends with him on Instagram because he would always say, oh, I'm private. Don't post me. You know, all that bullshit. Well, the first girl had taken some pictures of them out of town. I didn't know where they were out of town, but she had taken a picture of this particular artwork that he had posted on his page and then a picture that she had taken, I guess. And I thought it was so interesting. It was this woman was textured. She had sunglasses on. She was blowing a bubble, but there was a kind of like a stripe from a paintbrush going up the wall into the ceiling. And I remember seeing that on the Instagram page that she had made to, to make me aware that he had been cheating on me. So that was one picture on that page. And then there was another picture of the same artwork with a uh, luggage by it and him sitting at the desk in front of the artwork. The artwork is distinct and it wasn't just a regular piece of art. I go into my room Sunday. I get there about three 30. I had to pee so bad. I go in the restroom. I pee. I wash my hands. I come out. I roll my luggage in. And what do I see on the wall? That specific artwork. I knew that that artwork had probably been throughout the hotel. Of course, I didn't think I was in the same room. But upon leaving the hotel, I stopped and I asked the front desk. I said, you know, is this artwork specifically 
at this hotel. She said, yes, it's throughout some of the rooms, but it's specific. All the artwork is specific to each location. So I ended up staying at the same hotel that my ex did while he was cheating on me just two years ago. So that was fun. I ended up having dinner with a good friend of mine and we talked and caught up. And then I went back to my room and then Monday woke up and I went to see Cakes by Malika. I got to see her studio. She's in Stockbridge, I believe. And that was like living out a dream come true because I see her studio on Instagram and I've been such a fan of Lamika's for so long. And I got to sit with her and talk with her. We both shed tears, cried and really just made our connection even stronger, which I greatly appreciate. Later that night, I ended up meeting Keon for dinner. Now, I will say I love Atlanta. I've always looked at it as, you know, a great place to go, but I've never really given it a chance. But I feel like Atlanta is the African-American mecca of business or starting all things new. And at dinner, Keon and I discussed business. You know, he had asked me, you know, if I was looking to move, I said, yes. I said, um, you know, I'm looking to make a move somewhere. I don't know exactly where, but I'm looking to make a move. I don't have any children. I can do what I want. I don't have anything holding me in Dallas. So we had a few business discussions and about doing business in Atlanta. And I have time to think about it. But what I will say is this. I made this trip more than for someone else because it ended up being about me. And I think we are afraid to maybe make adjustments or plans. And this time I was like, I want to make the adjustment and I want to hang out. And I did not know that the trip that I ended up having was the trip I was going to have before I even got there. So to make that extension for just two more days was very life-changing for me. One, I saw this piece of art. I don't know what it means. It was super ironic to me. I was like, whoa. The other part of this is I got to visit with someone that had come to my retreat, someone I had looked up to for years and be in her space, which I'm so honored and so thankful because it just lit a fire in, in me. And as she was telling me, I lit a fire in her. She lit a fire in me just being around so much beautiful cake art and just talking to someone in the business. It was really, really nice. And I really could appreciate that time. But then to have dinner with Keon and just relax and just be myself was something else. So Atlanta definitely did something to me. I thought out my outfits. I could do what I wanted. I took a nap during the day. That's not really who I'm not a nap person, but it was nice to get out and get out of this atmosphere that I'm so used to and scenery that I'm so used to looking at. So my encouragement to anyone out there is take that break. It doesn't have to be a big vacation in Jamaica or a long drawn out expensive vacation. It could be a staycation, but I encourage anyone to get out, venture in your own city. I mean, I lived downtown for four, well, about five years, I guess. And I never went to the JFK assassination area and it literally was in walking distance for me. And during COVID, I was like, I'm walking down there. Like, this is crazy. I live here and I haven't been down there. There's people travel all over the world to come see this spot. And I haven't, I haven't been like, how ungrateful am I? So I encourage anyone to get out, whether it's alone, do something without your kids, do something for you. 
And if you can't take that out-of-town trip or you can't get on a plane or you can't afford it, honey, just go 30 miles north, south, east, or west and enjoy yourself. Wear that outfit that you want to wear. Do that thing with your hair you want to do and have a time. And even though people may judge me like, oh, you went out of town to screw. And I did. Because I'm grown. And I did. And it enjoyed itself. And so did I. Because we're adults. (laughs) And I can do what I want to do. But I got something from that trip of seeing the passion that someone has for their work and and doing the work was just spectacular and eye-opening to then meet with other people in my industry and see them doing the exact same thing. It just, it rubbed off on me to maybe stop thinking I'm not good enough. I have those moments of imposter syndrome. I see what classes people are taking and what they're spending. And I'm like, gosh, like I'm giving so much in my class and it's around the same price and I'm giving more than a lot of people. What am I doing wrong? Those are the thoughts that run in my head. Of course, anybody can do what they want to do, but that's how I feel with imposter syndrome. I'm thinking, am I missing the mark? You know, I've changed my style of cake decorating. I'm going to a more modern, minimalistic way in my way. And I'm like, are people going to like this? Are people going to want to sign up? These are things that run through my mind. And this trip reminded me that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be which makes me remind you, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. I'm thinking to myself, I've been wanting to go to Houston. I didn't at first, and then I did. And it wasn't because of a man. It wasn't because of anything. But Houston is where the money's at. And I thought, this is where I need to be. This is where I need to go. I already have connections there. It really wouldn't be a problem. And then I have this discussion with Keon. And even just the slight just the slight interest of moving to Atlanta or being there part-time definitely piqued my interest. And if I wouldn't have stayed those days and just been confident in myself, then these opportunities would not have presented itself. I feel as though my relationship was the last thing that was holding me back for for whatever is for me. I feel like that anchor has been cut So to be able to go somewhere and people see something in you like I saw in someone else over the weekend and to present options is just unreal to me. It's humbling. I'm honored. And, you know, I had my fun. I caught up with friends. Business was talked about and it made me think. And it was just full circle when I saw that picture. I thought, wow. This is exactly where I'm supposed to be at this exact moment. I always believe in not to get all Bible or as my mom calls it, a Bible thumper on anybody. But we're all where we're supposed to be. I remember when I got, you know, I decided I was going to leave my corporate job. You know, they made me go part time. And then I left a few weeks later. God had to push me out of that or I wouldn't be where I am today. He pushed me out of that job because he knew I would stay there forever. It's just like a relationship. He'll show you a little bit. God's going to show you just enough. And if it's not enough to make you leave or not enough to make you have an aha moment and make a move, he's going to say, uh-uh, <laughs> let me show you some more, girl, because I'm not done. You're not, you're not doing what you need to do. And that's exactly what he did. 
because I do believe in second chances. And sometimes we believe in third, fourth, and fifth chances because we like to believe and give people the benefit of the doubt, as I've coined it, ho-hope. You always hope that something is going to change. When you date someone married, if you want them to leave, you have ho-hope that they're going to leave their spouse or you have hope that something is going to change and it doesn't. It never does. So for me, having hope for other things that aren't for you is what's not going to happen for you because it can't. It's not part of your story. It's not part of your journey. It's not part of your stop in life. And it's crazy because when you're in your 20s, you do all the stupid shit. You're supposed to. You don't even know who you are. I couldn't imagine getting married in my 20s. In your 30s, you're getting promoted. You're making more money. Your interests change. You want to travel. You may be getting into a serious relationship considering marriage and kids. And being at the age of 42 and turning 43 this year, I'd have to say that it's like my 40s are like my 20s, but with more money and I'm smarter and I can go wherever I want. And I have points, you know, it's just one of those things that I can really appreciate at this age. You can see the signs and you can see what you want and what you don't want. I remember being in my 20s, dating a bunch of dope boys and doing whatever. I'm like, why doesn't he want to go out with me? Why are we not together? Because I didn't appreciate who I was. I didn't even know who I was. I was just doing the fun thing and going out on college night Thursday. I was doing all the things that a 20-year-old is supposed to do. But in your 40s at this time, I know I'm supposed to take this year to heal. I know I'm supposed to take this year to travel, do what I want, eat what I want, wear what I want, and be okay with it, whether anybody likes it or not. This is the year for me to... Create the new PK because the other PK is gone because that relationship is dead. And the person that I once knew, they don't live here anymore. She's gone. So now I get to be a new PK because this isn't the person or the life that I thought I was going to have. I never thought my relationship would end. So this is me, the end of April, just going with the flow and doing whatever I want because this Atlanta trip wasn't necessarily planned. It just kind of came about. And I will say that if you're at a spot in your life where you're beating yourself up and saying, I don't feel like I'm I'm here. I don't feel like I'm supposed to be where I'm at. Don't feel that way. Just sit back. Keep doing what you're doing because the signs are there and you're not seeing them or they haven't happened yet. But you have to trust in yourself and your intuition. You know, I had a coaching student that had quit her job. And she was like, I'm not getting, I'm not making any money. I just left. And I was like, go out and do a pop-up at one of these malls. Like, put yourself out there. And she was so afraid. I said, I don't know why you're afraid to make money. You're complaining about not making any money. This is a way to make money. And when she pulled the trigger, she's never looked back. She's made more money doing that than what she was in her monthly uh, monthly income. And that's just it. If you are stuck or you feel like there's something missing, pull the trigger because you're worth, you're at this place and you can go left, right, or you can hit or you can go backwards. You can always hit rewind. You don't want to go back. There's nothing back there. You can only go forward. But pick. Do you want to wallow on the left or do you want to succeed on the right? Pick a lane. Pick where you want to go because you're the driver in the driver's seat. I know that this year I'm not supposed to be romantically involved or committed 
to anyone, honey. I'm here for a good time and not for a long time. And people may say, oh, you're too old for that. I don't give a damn. Because me and my vagina don't feel old. It's it's glowing. It's glowing. It's giving. It's running the streets. We're here for it. We're in the HOV lane. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm the driver. And I get to decide where we go. Just like you do. To the people who have messaged me about being cheated on and trying to move forward, I don't have an answer for you. The answers lie within you and the actions that you take each day. The answer is get up, do the things that you really don't want to do, shower, eat the pasta, eat the ice cream, eat what you want, do what you want, purge your clothes, purge your home, get you a new comforter, definitely get you some new bras, get you some new shoes and do what you want to do. Go eat at the restaurant that you've always wanted to eat at. Go take the day off during the week and just lay in bed and binge watch your shows and eat the popcorn with the extra butter. Do whatever you want to do. There's not a solution. The only solution to this is actually time. There's nothing you can do to speed up the process because each day you may think about your ex-spouse or your partner. You may run through everything over and over in your head. What happened? What did, what went wrong? You can't do that because the more you think about it, the more energy you feed to it, the more it overtakes and you can't move forward. So whether you lose a job or a friendship, a girlfriend, boyfriend, a partner, spouse, Maybe your car died, whatever the case may be, or you don't like your job. You have the power to change all of that. You don't like your job. Look for a new one. You're putting that energy out into the atmosphere, out into the universe that you're ready for something new. You're ready for a change. Just like when you change your clothes, you want to you want something new. You, You change it out. You do what you need. So my advice to you is write out maybe just three things that you want to do. And just do them. Maybe you can only do those three things in a month. Maybe it only. Maybe you do once each thing each month. I don't know. You have the power to decide that. But timing is everything. And I just want to let you know that even though Atlanta was for one thing, it turned into so many other things. And I encourage anyone to get out, get out of your comfort zone, go to something, go do something you wouldn't normally do because inspiration and networking and so many other things that you didn't think about are right there in front of you if you just step out of your door. That is my time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining another episode of the PK Project Podcast. I appreciate you listening to my vagina story and how my knees are great. That's what it's here for. It's what I'm here for. And I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And remember, you have the power to make any changes necessary because you are king and queen of your own destiny. Thanks, everyone.